0: Hello, listeners. This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM The Word. Today, I welcome Carrie Holt to Author's Corner. And she has written the book, The Other Side of Special, Navigating the Messy, Emotional, Joy-Filled Life of a Special Needs Mom, along with Amy Brown and Sarah Klein, which it's published by Revell, an imprint of Baker Publishing Group. And she'll let us know at the end of the program exactly how uh, to find a copy of the book. Um, We're just talking with Carrie today, but let me give you a short bio on uh, the uh, three authors together. Uh, Amy J. Brown, Sarah Klein, and Carrie M. Holt are three mothers who have a combined experience of over 30 years of raising children with physical, medical, mental, and emotional special needs. They are the hosts of the podcast, Take Heart Special Moms. Amy is a mentor to special needs moms. Sarah is co-founder and co-director of one of the first special needs ministries in mid-Missouri. And Carrie regularly speaks speaks at conferences, hospitals, churches, and more about special needs mothering. And so, Carrie, thank you so much for giving of your time today. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, before we get into too much, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and your family?
1: Sure. So I am a writer, author, speaker, and I've been married to my husband, Bruce, for almost 23 years. We have four kids that range in age from 19 to 13, three sons and a daughter. And we were introduced into the world of special needs when our third son, we have three boys and then a girl, was prenatally diagnosed. So I went into my 20-week ultrasound, and they found something wrong, and he was diagnosed with spina bifida and hydrocephalus. And then I always say that our journey took a road less traveled when he was about two and a half weeks of age. Mm. He had two surgeries the first week of his life, and we were in the hospital eight Mm -hmm. days, we went home for about 10 days, and then he went into respiratory failure. Mm -hmm. And for the next two months, he spent about 30 days in the intensive care unit. And when we brought him home around three months of age, we had a medically fragile baby. Uh, He had Mm -hmm. a trach, a ventilator feeding tube, Mm. and he's now 16. He's overcome a lot in those 16 years. still has his trach he's a full-time wheelchair user but we've been through 60 surgeries and have spent a lot of time inside the walls of our local children's hospital we live in ohio
0: wow that's a lot to take in um And the Lord gave you two children without special needs before um, bringing your son into your family. How, tell us about the emotional journey when you learned of uh, the special needs of your third child. So
1: it's all about expectations, right? Uh And you just have this view of how you think motherhood is going to look like. And our boys uh, were three and under when our third son was born. Mm. So I had... We had three kids, three and under, and it honestly was just a really devastating day. It was August 30th. We often refer to it as like the D-Day or Diagnosis Day, and there's Mm -hmm. just this clear before and after of your entire life's going to change. And I remember being a lot in denial of I didn't want to be a special needs mom. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that label. I didn't want friends who had children with special needs. And honestly, it just started... Um, an ongoing grief journey, and they say that special needs parents have chronic grief, and you're just always living somewhere in that grieving cycle because a lot of times, as your child grows, they're just not meeting the same milestones that their peers are
0: meeting, and that's definitely been true about my journey. Mm-hmm. And. Were you a follower of Christ at the very beginning or through all of your childbearing years, or did you come to know the Lord through this this trial?
1: so i the, I came to know Christ at a at a very young age. I was raised in a faith-based Christian home. and so I did know the Lord. and my husband and i both both did when we came to this news. and honestly, I remember sitting in the car that day after our doctor broke the news and I was devastated and sobbing. And my husband looked at me and he said, if not us, then who? Mm. And I thought he was crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now that's one great husband right there. (laughs) That's right.
1: And I just thought, well, what do you mean? And he said, Carrie, we have, we have the faith of, we have God, we have faith. And if if not us, then, then who better to go through this? And mm. again, I was, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> who are you? And where is that coming from? But, I mean, he was right in that. But I will say this also has completely changed my faith in that I had gone through some trials, but nothing obviously compared to this. And I would not know the love and intimacy that you can have with God if we had not gone through mm-hmm. this journey. And, you know, at times you think you would change it because you don't like to watch your child suffer, and certainly that's right. not something I would wish on anyone, but at the same time, I know that we don't grow unless there's friction
0: in our lives and tension. hmm Well, one of the... um emotional things that you write about in the book is actually loneliness and how it's a really big factor for special needs families. Tell us more about that. Why is that and and how have you learned to to deal with it? So I think one of the
1: loneliness is very common because you're just, uh, Amy likes to call it Olympic level parenting. You're Mm. You're in a club that no one wants to be a part of, for the most part. People mm. don't choose this, usually. Some people do, but most people don't. And it's it can just be very isolating because the majority of your time is taking care of your child. Or, you know, I like to say, or I've been known to say the last 15 years, I've just spent most of my time trying to keep my child alive, which is true because, of the journey of 60 surgeries and the multiple medical Mm -hmm. emergencies that we've had with him. And it's just very isolating. And the other piece of that too is just like every one of our children are snowflakes. There's no two alike. Mm -hmm. It's the same way in the world of special needs parenting. And so you can have two kids with the exact same diagnosis of spina bifida and there are very few kids with spina bifida that also have trachs and ventilators. And so you look around and try to find people like you Mm -hmm. and it's very difficult. And then a lot of times the church is not as accepting if they need to make wheelchair accommodations or behavioral accommodations or have special helpers to help. And so I think that also contributes to the loneliness. And then there's just a lot of shame of, did I do something wrong? Uh, You know, or people feel like, I I think it's hard for people to see that we prayed that there would be healing and God said no. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to be confronted with that tension that God sometimes, that He allows trials in Mm -hmm. our lives.
0: Well, this is a very interesting conversation and I'm sure very enlightening to a lot of uh, the listeners today. So let me remind you, I'm talking with Carrie Holt about the book The Other Side is Special, Navigating the Messy, Emotional, Joy-Filled Life of a Special Needs Mom. And it's written with two other ladies, Amy Brown and Sarah Klein. It's a publication of Ravel, an imprint of Baker Publishing Group. And you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. Now, as you were saying, churches have to adapt in ways that they may not be anticipating when a special needs family comes into their congregation. But actually, you were probably part of a congregation, and then there were needs that you met, you had in the church. did it go pretty well with your the congregation or what reaction do most people experience that the church needs to improve upon?
1: And I'll answer both questions. One is our experience was very positive. We were in a church where obviously people knew us before, you know, Toby came along. And so I was actually just reading through a bunch of cards that people sent mm. in those days and they were and that was sixteen years ago, I've held on to them all this time. It was just very encouraging and and also realizing that you 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 don't raise children in a vacuum and especially children with special needs. And there's a lot of people that came around us and supported us. Now but when our son was two, uh, we moved about thirty five oh. minutes from our current church that we had been in and then we started we had to make the tough choice of looking for a new church, uh-huh. and it was it was really hard from the standpoint that all of a sudden we're in a new environment and new people looking at us, and I remember thinking all that people see when they look at us is what we're going to need and the burden that we're going to be, mm. and I think a lot of times that that is the experience that's most people's experience, because unless you have a personal connection with someone or a personal experience, Mm -hmm. it's just really hard to have empathy because when you don't understand somebody's story, and I think that's one of the main things that we try to bring across in the book is that we each have these three unique stories, but our emotions are similar, and the emotions of trials are similar.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when you go through tough things, and life doesn't turn out like you expect, and you have loss, and you have loss of expectations, loss of dreams. And so when we uh, looked for a new church, we ended up uh, where we are today, and it just so happened, and this was totally God, but the ministry, children's ministry director, where we ended up going, had grown up alongside a neighbor who had spina bifida, Mm. and the benefit of that was he saw... Toby for the person that he was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not for the needs that he was going to require. Uh, a person made in the image of God who deserves to hear the gospel. You know, I we on the podcast, we did some research and those in the disabled community and those families with children with disabilities are considered one of the most unreached people groups mm-hmm. for the gospel. And that is hard. I think that's devastating. And I think we need to do a better job of opening our hearts and minds Mm -hmm. to families like ours.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, today I am talking with Carrie Holt and just learning so much um, through her experience. Uh, she's written, along with a couple of friends, The Other Side of Special Navigating the Messy, Emotional, Joy Filled Life of a Special Needs Mom, and those friends being Amy Brown and Sarah Klein. So, Carrie, tell us how people can find out more about this book, uh, your podcast, and other things that you ladies are involved in. So, our book can be found on Amazon
1: and Baker Publishing, Christian Book, Target. It's on most retail distributors. Our website is takeheartspecialmoms.com, and that's where you can find out about our book, our podcast, and our resources. And then from there, you can find our individual websites and information. And our podcast is Take Heart Special Moms, and it's, it's
0: on all podcast channels. Something that I hadn't asked yet how did the three of you find each other? <laughs> Yeah, so that's actually an amazing God story. In the
1: beginning of 2020, the three of us had joined uh, a hope writers writing group. Okay. And our first in-person meeting was in and we live in three different states and we were in California for our first in-person meeting a week before COVID and everything happened. <laughs> and the Lord just kind of put us together. I honestly went into this writing group with about 30, 35 women thinking, I don't want my main friendship to be with other special needs moms. I kind of want to branch out. I want to write about other things or, you know, just different connections. But the Lord put us together. And one night over hamburgers, we realized that our stories were vastly different. Our experiences were vastly different. But the common emotions and struggles were similar, Mm -hmm. and then we decided to start a podcast, and here we are three years later.
0: Wonderful. Amen. You know, I just love the fact that you continue to give us that example of the God things that that He brings into your life and and giving Him the glory for for the wonderful things that He has caused to develop through, through your experiences. Yeah, thank you. So one more time, the book is the other side of special navigating the messy, emotional, but joy filled life of a special needs mom written by Carrie Holt, Amy Brown and Sarah Klein. And we certainly thank Ravel for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. And Carrie, it's been a true joy talking with you. Thank you so much for your time today. You too. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And to our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.